dearest Selena, the winters are long around here, dark and cold. Probably because I live in a cave. To try to lift my spirits, I went with the fellas to see a moving picture. However, the only movie showing was, of course, Zorro. You know, the one I saw when my parents were killed in that alley. I'll tell you about it sometime if I haven't. I probably have, though. But don't worry about me. I'll be fine. I'm always fine. Except that one time Bane did that thing to my back. I'm not gonna lie. That one kinda hurt. Yours enduringly, Bruce Wayne. P.S. Please tell the Joker to stop. It's just not funny anymore. And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, oh, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. So let me ask you a question, Brian, about the death of Hawkman. Oh my god, we're still Wait. in that book. <laughs> was it butt sex that killed him? That would oh, Shyera, you finally have done it. Strange, Adam. That's not how you're supposed that's to use that mace. That's not where that mace, that's right, that's where that, not where that mace goes. Oh my god. We're broken. Oh my god. So apparently when I record while drinking absinthe, I break mic. That's amazing. I thought I was going to be the most awful person. <laughs> Not today. Wait, which end? The big, the pointy end, right? Well, yeah. That would kill him, right? Yeah. I mean, that would kill him. Apparently it's called Death of Hawkman. Yes. Wow. It's not called Little Death of Hawkman. It wasn't called like... Le Haw- Pédemour de Hawkman. <laughs> Hawkman never shits again. Or if he opened a bakery, <laughs> Le Pédemour de Hawkman. Le Pédemour de Hawkman. Or Le Pedemain de Hawkman, but that's a different and weird no. book that we're not going to no. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hawk. Hawkman, Wings of Shame. No. So. Yes, sir. The, the moment I have been waiting for. You have been all waiting for this. Week long. Yes. Mike, tell me about the, the this Odyssey. Is, the, is this the long the, box book report? The do it. Do it now. Apex of Civilization. That is Justice League Dark number 23.1, <laughs> the creeper number one. It's long box, but creeper. It's long box, but creeper. Thank you, Brian. Um, so, Can't yes, as you week. said, I read 23.1, the creeper number one, written by Anna Senti. Um, I would like to start my review by making several apologies to other writers, in which I have dissed in the past. Steve Orlando, I'm really sorry. This is this is good though. This is this is actually Comicsology's Festivus. Yeah. It begins with the apologies and the yes. airing of grievances. I apologize to half of Greg Rucka. <laughs> I was gonna ask if you're specifically the bottom half. The lower hump. The second hump. Um You 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 can't spell yeah, Nascenti. Like, you, you can't spell Nascenti without the word no. 
<laughs> which is what people should tell her now when they ask, when she wants to write things. This was probably... I don't even understand it. <laughs> I don't even understand this book. <laughs> There's... It, it has a 3D cover, which is great, because that is the only depth this book provided to anybody. <laughs> oh, that's the face right there. That's great. So, <laughs> there's a tornado. It's the giggling that keeps killing me. There's a tornado <laughs> that attacks a village and leaves a kid. The tornado apparently is the creeper, <laughs> which I'm... Still only guessing at having read the entire thing. There's a there's a lot of narration, none of which makes any sense. That's a new power for him, isn't it? I think what Andesenti does is gets really fucking high. Maybe slashes one of her wrists and then just starts writing in the bathtub. That's the only way this would make sense, is some, some sort of weird dream. Jesus Christ, that went so dark. Well, it's because that's how I felt after reading this, is that I should slash vertically down one of my wrists. It was awful. <laughs> and but, but the worst part about this book... <laughs> yeah, because none of that's the worst part. Oh, my God. The one that tipped me over the edge. So this is when you climaxed. This is... <laughs> Well, I, yes. There, there needs to be another word there, but Max is uh, off-putting. I climb end. <laughs> the, uh, and he didn't and that wasn't check. off-putting at all. The worst part about this book is that it starts off and you're like, that's not so bad. <laughs> and then you this, read the second this page. This is Alex's Christmas present. It is Alex's Christmas present. Because then you read the second page. In which you're like, oh, it's he's not a tornado. <laughs> he's in he's going into this boy. Whoa. Whoa. And he made the tall troll the troll. She did. And so <laughs> you want to get into this boy's so the, the boy is the boy troll. is dissing that the rituals that prevents the demons from entering the village. And the boy goes, But why is this tornado hit? And the creeper goes, Well, because you didn't do the ritual. So Oh, okay. So he inherits his boy. Inhabits this boy. Inhabits, inhibits. He enters this boy. This boy's soul. He gets into this boy's soul. And uh, for 20 years. And then a giant fucking uh, Ronin shows up. Who is taller than, say, everybody <laughs> on the planet and hits him with his soul taker sword. I'm like, okay, all right, no, all right, we're, we're winding this back into the DC universe. I can see where this was going. Nope. Because <laughs> in, somehow instead of him going into the sword, he just goes into this Ronin guy <laughs> without explanation. He just says, well, now I'm in the Ronin. And you're like, okay. And you're okay with that because it avoids more narration. Wait, wait. I do have one question at this point. Oh, just one? Because I've had like 17. Well, one, one that's like really like I, I just yes. have to ask at this yes. point. She knew this was Creeper, not Dead Man, right? 
Nope. Okay. Just... <laughs> How many pages are you in at this point? A uh, three. <laughs> you, were, you were three pages in. Tw- oh my god, I'm crying. Twenty-seven more to go. How many narration captions oh, are there per page? Oh, there's enough narration in here for five or six Steve Orlando books. <laughs> like she woke oh up one day and said, I'm going to show Chris Claremont how to do it. Yeah, I think... I think... Uh, so, um, page four is now... Somebody's actually in the sword, which I don't think is the creeper anymore. The art for the inside the sword bit is awesome, and the best part about this book, other than the 3D cover. So, uh, then uh, there's other pages, and there's it alludes to like all these other books, which I must somebody reading this book at the time must have gone oh yeah I remember reading that and this and that this took place during that time frame no no, no that's what that's what I was worried about so now this giant yeah, that creature would have, that would have been nice huh? so this Ronin goes on forever and ever and then but because the creeper is in the Ronin the Ronin turns evil and causes chaos everywhere and you know that the creeper likes causing chaos because it tells you in every panel that the creeper doesn't like order and just like creating chaos so somehow this animal bites through the sword breaks it in half releasing all the souls in the sword and now the creeper is free in the world and he decides to and go into this dead guy who was a reporter that was killed in metropolis during some sort of event okay is jack Ryder. jack Ryder. it's, Ryder. Gotta be jack it's jack okay. Ryder. okay so when he Goes Ryder, into, I hardly know her. He goes into, well, neither did the Creeper. <laughs> Jack, or I hardly know her. So the, most of this book is him going into Jack Ryder, <laughs> who then goes around causing chaos, not even to the best part of this book yet. <laughs> oh, my God. What, so he just drinks a lot, and he shows up on all the new... Okay, everybody in the planet saw this guy die on television. Now he's back. Like, one guy questions it. He's like, well, we kind of saw you smashed to death by a boulder. How does this work out? Well, shit happens. That's that literally how they explain that. Literally how they explain that. So, the creeper then gets bored of showing up on all these news items where he is the only guy reporting on the scene. He's like, oh, you know, maybe somebody... Don't talk to me! Like, he's offended that somebody would suggest that he is not causing these things. <sighs> Big pause. So, <laughs> next, the creeper decides that he's tired of all of that shit, goes to a biker bar where bikers are playing pool, and they're all really cool. Apparently, it's like the... like a. It's the same biker bar that Pee Wee Herman goes to. It, it would have to be. <laughs> because they're like... He starts hitting on this dude's chick, and the guy goes, Hey, man, can you leave my girlfriend alone, please? I'm like, that's, that's not how that would go. They would not have that conversation. <laughs> And so, it's a biker bar. It's a seedy biker bar. And the biker goes, and you're offending all the families eating here. And they point over to a family, and now we're inside a Bennigan's. <laughs> <laughs> there's a family over there, and they're like, please, mister, you're scaring me. I'm like, who takes their family to eat in a bike? What the fuck is, what? What is this? And then, and then Rusty's running around in a circle because I'm speaking at such a high pitch. 
The dolphins are committing suicide. <laughs> the incredible Mr. Limpet went to the wrong thing and blew up a carnival cruise line because he's so confused. So, but I'm not to the best part about the pocket. <laughs> so then the creeper. This is our life now, isn't it? This is, yes. This is Are we at least more than five pages in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like... Seven. <laughs> we're like nine pages in. No, we're, we're further along. I, I have paraphrased, believe it or not. Um, so then the creeper decides that Jack Ryder is just going to spin really fast when the police show up and creates this huge tornado... <laughs> Back to the, oh, so it's it, it wasn't Dead Man. She was riding Red Tornado. She's riding like, Red Tornado. Okay. The Creeper is obviously a tornado <laughs> at this point and just starts causing mass chaos throughout all the land, scooping up people. Um, and then uh, that, that was it. That's the end of the book. <laughs> and that's the best part? That, that is the best part, is when it turns into an end. Yes, that is the ending of the book. Actually, I'll flip real quick to the what ends. Because um, there's a celebration about this book right at the end. Oh, no. Jack Ryder's fine, because after the tornado hits and destroys and kills everybody and tears all these buildings down, he's standing in the middle of it and starts his news report about the tornado that's just hit downtown and killed everybody. And that's the creeper. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, except the way that I explained it made sense. <laughs> and this book does not make sense no, at all. Mike, Mike, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Like, they run outside. Like, when he runs outside the biker bar, the other bikers, they're like, you should really stop doing that, man. Like, I want a book about these self-actualized bikers. Well, that's yeah. what I want a book about because they're the only interesting people in the thing. And I was just like, what are you talking about? You're not even, like, that's, you've never watched even television at this point in your life, right? The, the bikers aren't They just to... had this one weird guy in a gray suit and a red bow tie coming and pointed his crotch, then his butt, then his crotch, then his butt. <laughs> so thank you for making me read that. Thank you for reading that. You're, you're welcome. Oh uh, my! This that, is my favorite thing we've ever done on this podcast. That is awful. That, that is. was uh, that was truly awful. And again, the worst part about the book was the first pages that said, "Oh, I'm going to disappoint Alex because this is actually not terrible." And then turn and the then page. It so surpassed anything you could have dreamt would have been awful. And it, it's like she didn't write a book. She wrote an outline for a miniseries and then crammed it into one issue of The Creeper because that's the only way this could make sense. And it was awful. Thank you. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, this is yours. You get to keep it. My copy's at home. Oh. I, bought, I actually bought a second copy just for this. Did you, buy, you gave somebody more money for yeah, this book? Well, then. look, Oxford had it on their shelves All and right, they'd right. already paid Diamond for it. So like, someone right. had already gotten paid their royalty check for right. this book. I, you know, we can probably thank this book for one thing and that it probably ended the new 52. That was probably the end of the new 52. Actually, here, Brian, see what this goes for on eBay. It's like 15 bucks. Because <gasps> of the cover. Because of the cover. Okay. It is a phenomenally, beautifully well-done cover. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Next time, I'll slip in a copy of Joker's Daughter for you. Everybody should really? slip in the Joker's Promise. Daughter at some point. Wait, whoa. <laughs> no. Listen, let's just say, don't don't get into vigilantism if you don't have fucking powers. Just don't do it. Like, just don't do it. No. You don't have great powers, so yeah. you don't have great responsibility. Yeah, okay, Batman. Yeah, Batman. He has money. That's a superpower. 
Um, except not because he has no superpowers. Batman's not a superhero. Having money is a superpower in a post uh, Citizens United world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Brian, how was Hulk? True that. True that. Uh, Hulk, Hulk is wonderful. Um, Hulk smash beauty capitalist. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, I, I'll keep it real short since this is still good. But um, we get into the fact that she's recognizing and trying to start to understand why Hulk is like literally physically different now. When, cool. she, when she hulks out. So it's awesome. Hmm. Uh, I always just assumed it was the Animorphs thing of whatever mass differential wound up and sort of a pocket dimension just chilling for the time being. No. That's Animorphs, my favorite. That's Animorphs my favorite. went to a long, a long, a great length to explain uh, where the difference in mass went. Which is why it was such a fantastic fucking book series. And I've actually, I love, I love fucking Animorphs. I still have them Wait, all. Wait, you whoa, love fucking whoa, Animorphs, whoa, huh? Phrasing. That blue one, though, he was my favorite. Oh, you weren't during that generation. No, Sad times no, for no, you, sir. Because it was fantastic. <laughs> it could be worse, though. He could be an Andalite. Andalites can't get oh, blowjobs. Oh, no. Holy shit. <laughs> I chalked that up to things I never, ever thought about. Only just now, in this moment. Oh, no. I'm going to go back and reread all of those books. Oh, that's slightly disturbing. With so much sympathy. Adelites have no mouths, and yet they need to fillet. <laughs> I mean, they absorb nutrients through their feet. I don't oh, remember so, them being Oh, so, okay, mouths. nope, nope, nope. I don't want to think about all the foot jobs that would happen. Oh. Foot job. Oh. I'm sorry. Gives Hoof a job. new remember meaning what, to remember twinkle when I said, Remember when I said too much information? That was like way back there. We were like so far past that into now. Uh, this or I hardly know her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a warning to everyone. If you are driving your car. <laughs> Do you need, not be driving your car <laughs> during this. You need to pull over and stop before you listen to Alex's <laughs> statement. Dude. Oh, boy. Please do not be driving vehicles. So no, I'll wait for, for the, the long, long box. Sorry yeah. for the long box. Book there we report. go. There it is. Um, which you may remember from last week is Tarzan, <laughs> Lord of the Jungle, number 20. The issue in which he appears to be, uh, well... Surprise sex with a... Yeah. Um, yes. Investigating the rectum of a saber-toothed tiger. God. With his penis. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the clarification there, Alex. The full title of this is Captain Hammer. Thanks for that clarification. You're welcome. So I actually did go ahead and prepare a written report. Right. Everybody, my, everybody head, get my, my, my headphones may just come off for this segment. And let, let Alex no, because I need you to refrain from yelling. Um, also, <laughs> because there are complaints that I made a comment, you guys may just want to go ahead and pull off your headphones real quick for a second. I will I will give Jen and Brian what they really wanted recorded last week and did not get. Hold on, do I need to mute me and Brian? You may want to pull me down a little bit, if anything. Part six <laughs> Alright, thanks for that warning. You're welcome. Uh do what you will with that. Uh that was me about five minutes after we stopped recording when I flipped open the book. Oh, I was so mad that we it stopped recording. So, I was so mad. So Alex, like like we and Alex is finally he just picks up this book after we're finished and he starts looking through it and all of a sudden just out of nowhere we hear part six 
It was the most pure form of agony I've ever heard in my life. It was delightful. It was delightful. Yeah, they laughed for like five minutes straight up. It is the most enjoyable schadenfreude experience I may have ever had in my life. Well, I'm I'm about to get my revenge. Uh, I did did pre-write this one um, at 5.30 in the morning. morning. (laughs) Great. Before I start, I want to say what I'm about to read off is the full title of this issue, and I am not making that up. We can provide a screenshot for anyone who challenges that. Yeah. So, with no further ado, may I present... Stanley presents Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle, Blood, Money, and Human Bondage, Part 6, Blood Bond! Exclamation point. Blood, Money, and Human Bondage. <clears throat> you heard that right. Tarzan the Smooth Boy happens upon a head of mastodons being eaten by a pack of saber-toothed tigers. He concludes, despite only a cursory glance towards the scene and a lack of any clear evidence, that these mastodons have been killed by someone with a rifle. From afar, Tarzan the Smooth Boy recognizes this lack of evidence as being identical to the scene when his companion Wayne, Tantor Knight, was rubbed out five issues earlier. (laughs) This seems to be a source of great anger for Tarzan the Smooth Boy, who immediately assumes that someone by the name of Santiago is to blame. Furthermore, this man Santiago is in cahoots with a character whom he identifies only as being a, quote, Arab, who operates a, quote, death cult. Tarzan the Smooth Boy screams in anguish and picks a fight with a saber-toothed tiger named for a Romanian pop song, who is presumably on his way to chill at the Mastodon Smorgasburg with his bros. As the two begin to fight, they fall into a conveniently placed hole and crash into a Lizard Folk City Council meeting. The Lizard Folk, reacting in what one might consider a reasonable manner when an angry, yelling man crashes into a municipal meeting with a weapon drawn and a wild animal at his side, attack... A helpful editorial box notes that Tarzan the Smooth Boy knows everyone in his home of Pelusador. I assume that this comic is an allegory for the dark side of small town life, like Riverdale. Tarzan the Smooth Boy becomes paranoid that the lizard folk are judging him for his smoothness, so he murders them all. Through editorial exposition, we are reminded that Tarzan the Smooth Boy is in fact John Clayton the Smooth Boy, or more formally, Lord Smooth Boy Greystroke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greystoke. And, and that as a baby he was nursed by Glyn Kala Close. His bloodlust sated for the time being, Lord Smooth, Abo- Lord Smooth Boy lets Numa Numa return to the elephantine feast he interrupted, and resumes shouting about the, quote, Arab. As he does, action transitions to the moon and chapter 27, where a woman named Aisha walks in on Sauron, evidently on vacation from the Savage Land, while he is in the bath. He invites her and the anonymous man she is with to join him. Chapter 28. Panning away from Aisha's story, we move to the ship captained by Lord Smoothboy's quarry, whose name we will learn later is Abdul, which seems like a much more reasonable form of address than calling him the, quote, Arab. His men are unruly, cracking cannibal linguistic jokes. Given their rapport and the way in which their leader addresses them, I assume that this group has spent much of their downtime kicked back in front of their Xboxes, enjoying metaphorical badminton matches of various slurs and epithets hurled back and forth between the teenagers as they teabag one another in Call of Duty. (laughs) 
per an editorial box, the crew swallows. <laughs> then they dock and head into the jungle as night falls. Chapter 29. <laughs> 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 On another ship, more white guys, including their captain, Final Fantasy Sid, complain about Abdul's mere existence. So obsessed are they with their xenophobia that they steer their ship straight into a whirlpool. Their last thought before going under is one of paranoia, that Abdul somehow knows their fate, is responsible for it, and is laughing at them. Chapter Triple X. Aisha, her anonymous friend, and Sauron throw down in the jacuzzi. Sauron provides a self proves to be a selfish companion, but her nameless partner is more giving. Per the chapter's narration, I quote, the young savage still does not understand the words of his goddess, but he has shown an uncanny ability to anticipate her wants. End quote. Chapter 31. Oh my god. Uh, chapter 31 returns to Lord, Lord Smoothstroke, whose rage and paranoia have given away to a fugue state. A group of strangers attempt to detain him and take him to the authorities. He name drops Lance Kerchak Henriksen. But the name is meaningless to them. Once uh, one of them in compliments Tarzan the smooth boy on his smoothness, attempting to calm his rage long enough to help. This fails, however. Convincing himself that these men are working for Abdul as slavers, Lord Smoothstroke kills a man and steals his pterodactyl. As he flies his stolen ride to the moon, Tarzan the smooth boy mentally prepares himself to embrace darkness in his vendetta against Abdul. The end. No. Multiple man number three. Okay, so I wrote a whole plot <laughs> synopsis for this book. I'm going to read through it real quick. Do it. Do it. And you tell me if it, if it accurately tells the story. All right. Ten plot synopses are a standard yeah. fixture on Minds at York for anyone listening. <laughs> it's a true crossover. Yeah. All right, so Jamie is in the future with the Resistance, which is some Jamies and his kid and future Jamies. Forges Futurama alive and makes time machines for the Jamies <laughs> so that they can escape the Jamies. Some Jamies die. Jamie's, kill, or Jamie's kid is killed by Jamie. Jamie's taken to see Jamie, where Jamie shockingly kills Jamie. I love this book. <laughs> it's the best. No. From Gold Key Comics. From 1977. Boris Karloff's Tales of Mystery, number 76, which... There's actually a fun little bit here in the copyright. Published monthly, except January, March, May, July, and November. <laughs> can we can we inform them what monthly is? So so that literally is almost every other month. Yeah, there's That's five months. <laughs> like they skip not publishing in October, I guess. <laughs> Well, come on. It's a horror book and it's Halloween. Of course they push an extra in October. So this issue was actually three separate <laughs> Sorry, stories. no, hold on, wait. No, hold on, wait. We have to point out the fact that Brian just said Cocktober. <laughs> Cocktober. <laughs> I really is thought I just like, misheard that. Is this like the new Oktoberfest for dicks or something? <laughs> what is Cocktober? And how do I avoid it? <laughs> For all your inquiries about Cocktober, <laughs> that's at Keltress on Twitter. What the fuck, Brian? I have no idea. <laughs> Come on, it's Cocktober. 
What? <laughs> I have no idea. I just I just need to uh, express my complete, my complete sorrow at the fact that I don't think I can use that as an episode title. October. <laughs> Hard dickings in October. Hey, have you guys seen that new Sean Connery <laughs> flick, The Hunt for Red October? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the triple X variant of. <laughs> That movie. The triple X variant. You know, okay. Actually, did Spoof. you see Savage Dragons getting a triple X variant? No. It's twelve goddamn dollars. <laughs> what? Is it is it coming out in October? <laughs> Shut uh, the bug up, Jeff. <laughs> that was so funny. I it actually might be. <laughs> Then it better just be a big giant picture of his dong. His green scaly dong. Okay, now you ruined it. You ruined it. Oh, okay. All right, tell me about Boris Karloff. No. Is it time for? Are you ready? Let's do it together. Hold on, hold on. He's I have to center myself. I'm not much of a singer. Okay. Oh, it's, it's the long box book report. It's the long box book report. Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> so this is on me this week. However, the ever suggestible Tim. Yeah. Also oh, watched. That's entirely too accurate. That's there's your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, suggestible Tim. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> also watched all five episodes of the Swamp Thing cartoon. I did. So you can back me up here. I actually yeah. have extensive notes on this. The ever oh, suggestible oh. ghost Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I was telling him this almost sent me down a, a horrible, horrible rabbit hole too because YouTube was like, hey, you watched the 1991 Swamp Thing. Surely you want to watch the Toxic Crusaders. And I was like, oh yeah, I kind of I do. Ever suggestible. <laughs> yeah. It was a, a nice Lloyd Kaufman trauma video leading into it. And then I watched it. I was like, no, this show's actually really funny. What? I don't remember this, so I'm sure I'll end up going through all now, 13 episodes of that. if you're a fan of, of live-action nice. videos leaving into animated segments, you know what you need to watch. What's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the High-Flying Adventures of Ed Brimley? Is that the correct adjective? I think so. Ed Grimley. 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 Not Grimley. Yeah. Grimley. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't Wilford Grimley. Wilford's grandson. I remember an Ed Grimley cartoon when yes. I was younger. Is that... Is that That's that. Yeah, okay. I, I do remember mm-hmm. that. Uh, so, I'd like to start, actually, with the theme song for this series. Please do. Which is to the tune oh, of wait. Wild Thing for four right, out of five We're going to play episodes. like ten seconds of it. I'm not sure that it was four. I, I, I think if you go back, there was another one where it was different too. Like they, 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 they screwed it up and then they screwed up the order from the original well, intent or whatever. There's like one where it's edited down and it's shorter. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what messed me and up. And there's three where they do the full thing. And then there's the fifth episode where clearly they've yeah. gotten the season Oh yeah, assist. no. And that, that, they clearly that, got the cease and desist. That, it's a dumpster fire of a yeah. theme song. Is, what do we do now? But to the tune of Wild, somebody, in which case somebody just had to come up with something in Garage Band. That's, That's exactly what it was. Except they didn't have Garage they had Band. They a literal Garage, garage Band. <laughs> right, yes. The, the theme song's lyrics are as follows. Swamp Thing. You are amazing. You fight everything. Nasty. <laughs> Swamp Thing. They just changed that fight and that gives a whole different meaning. Swamp Thing, Earth really needs you. So come on, fight for right. It needs you. Swamp Thing. You are amazing. Oh, Swamp Thing. <laughs> 
Now I don't even want to play it. <laughs> I think uh, I love it. No, you, you do. You it's do. Very good. It's you fantastic. You should just edit it in and post is what you should do. I'll pull the how file. How am I going to... Okay, thank you. I'll, I was like, how am I going to find a download for that I'll fucking song? Jesus. Um, I feel like it is helpful before we get into the episodes to go through a uh, 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 cast list for this show. Yeah. You have, of course, Swamp Thing, Dr. Alec Holland, who's... Swampy. Origin... Swampy! <laughs> Rocky! <laughs> Tell me that there is like a a blonde sookie type chick going swampy. No, it's actually uh, a little It's actually red-headed a red-headed teenage yeah. boy. Okay. All right. Was that, was that your Bill impression? Yeah. Was that what that Yeah. Sookie. <laughs> so we have Swamp Thing. Bill Compton, Dr. our Alex. friend, right? Our friend Bill Compton. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Dr. Alex Holland. <laughs> I'm going to take another shot during this. Sorry. I'm not going to shoot this because it's good bur- or good rum. I will drink it as well. Um, whose origin across five episodes we do learn twice. Yes. <laughs> twice. It is also the animation for the opening credits. We learned twice. Nice. So really like seven times. Yeah. Um, the aforementioned red-headed child, Delbert. The star. All right, the I'm star putting my drink down. <laughs> putting my drink down. Let's buckle in. His friend JT. JT. Yeah. Uh, and as you commented earlier, I also had this thought. <laughs> These two kids are like this is the adventures of what were their names? Kwame and Oh, I don't remember their names. I don't. The redheaded guy yeah, who for, had for, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Captain Planet before they joined the Planeteers. Okay. Like I, these two kids. Delbert is. Fire kid and the black kid is Kwame. I told Alex that it's like like they sound alike. They look. The, I swear they they just stole the animation models and right. put them on kid bodies. Like if you told me that cartoon actors were like real actors and had to find other work, this was the other work that they found after they left Captain Planet. It's like the same. Like they oh we've got these cells left over. Like Let's it, just throw them. Oh on no! Here. In the spirit of if you showed me this cartoon today and did not tell me it was from 90, 1991, I would believe Adult Swim wrote yep. this now as parody. Yep. <laughs> I would believe that part of the metafiction of that was that the actors playing them, like Tim mm-hmm. said, were the child actors from <laughs> Captain Planet. It is uncanny. Yep. Uh, Swamp Thing also has adult friends. That sounds That's... weird when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to get weirder when it's Adult friends. Whoa. He has adult friends. One is the... Game Warden in the Swamp. Tomahawk. Who is, for other oh, episodes, no. okay. unfortunately no. stereotyped, oh, but no. for the other four, no. actually not bad. Okay, let me tell you. Tomahawk, he is another actor from, uh, not a cartoon, he was in Predator. Are you okay. sure he wasn't also in Super Friends? He might have oh. been in Super Friends as well. As, as, but only episode one. They actually replaced the actor after the pilot. Episode yeah. one, Tomahawk was in Super Friends. Yes. <laughs> Dear God. It's, it's a continuity dumpster fire. It is. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Anton Arcane's voice. Yeah. Uh, there is also Bayou Jack, who is just a dude who hangs around most, and gets weapons from Swamp Thing. The most inappropriately named character in the history of characters. I was like, that seems like a normal civil dude. That is not a dude I would call Bayou Jack. No. <laughs> like, it's, it's like how in college, one of my best friends ironically called me Touchdown. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
New Twitter handle. <laughs> Touchdown wow. Alex. So, so is it like a dude in a suit as opposed to a redneck in a ball cap in an airboat? Uh, I mean, no, no, no. He we're we're going like to get to the yeah. airboats in a second. Because that's what I imagine it's, when it, you say by your jack. Just, it's yeah. a guy. There's nothing real. Ex- he's yeah. not like Cajun or anything. There's nothing real exceptional about him. Not he just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just shows up to get weapons from Swamp Thing. That's okay. just an inappropriate... Like, uh, Why do they call you by your jack? That makes no sense. While we're on the subject of weapons, Tomahawk, who... Yes, because it was 1991, they repeatedly referred to as an Indian, oh, a Native American. Japan. Repeatedly. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, he does fight with not a bow and arrow, but a crossbow oh. that instead of shooting. Now I need you. <laughs> I best. need you to actually really Jen, stop and picture Jen, Jen this. Just tilting her head. <laughs> so great. This is a crossbow, and it fires arrows. Uh huh. But it does not fire arrows like you would fire from a bow. So it uh-uh. fires arrows instead of bolts. It fires. No, 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 no. no. It fires. Don't try and beat us there. Like, imagine you're driving down a road. Yes, this is exactly where I was going to go with this. And there's a right turn arrow on a yellow side. <laughs> That's exactly side. what I was going to say. Or imagine you are in Word, and you want to place an fires... arrow using objects. Uh-huh. It fires upvotes? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. It fires flat, broad upvotes. <laughs> I just assumed on the bottom side of these upvotes, every time he shot it, it said, yard sale, this way. <laughs> Um, the thing you need to understand the is hell? the most obvious thing. Within, I'd say, about 30 seconds of starting the first episode is that they designed the toy line first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there is no question of that. So is this supposed to be like a boomerang arrow? What no. The- no. Just a what the big, fuck? wide... No. You know, well, team. I guess technically, if he's firing him at people he doesn't like, they're down votes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is. Um, I just have level level votes. <laughs> we also have Abby Arcane, who is a child in this. She's a teenager, and does refer in the pilot episode to Swamp Thing as her special friend, which is oh, oh no, 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 no. That happens so much in these five episodes where it's like, oh, not okay. Not not okay. <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was to make Abby Arcane a child, but that was bad idea. Mm-hmm. But, so you say teenager? I'm guessing like not 19, like 13 no. or 14. No, yeah. like yeah. 13 but or 14. Had she been like say 20, we'd have been good. You know, yeah. Like, just just go ahead and up that age a little bit. Right. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be an issue. Um, I'm so disturbed filling by out everything. The, filling out the villain roster, we have of course this Swamp Thing Arcane. as a child predator. Well, there was another time where it's like I remember this when I was a kid, when I was 11, watching stuff like this, and when Swamp Thing goes and talks to children and puts his hand on their shoulder, I'm, it I, wasn't a big deal at the time. Now it's like it is. Stop touching that child. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Be, I, I immediately go to inappropriate Japanese anime. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's weird about it, but he's not. He's, <laughs> Which is much weirder. That is much weirder. He's like hand on the shoulder, like Smokey the Bear would put yeah, a hand on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. But because she has said special friend, it now makes it, it makes the it most weird. creepy. I mean, she spends the first episode talking about her special friend Alec and her stepfather. Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah. shit. Oh God. Wow, it's so much worse after listening to you describe it too. But <laughs> I, I do that. Yeah. I do that. Um, <laughs> filling out the villain roster is, of course, Anton Arcane, yeah. who 
starts human and does in the first episode get transformed into kind of like craggly skinned mutant man. Yeah. Which is the starting status for his roster of unmen. You have Skin Man, who I don't know. Best name ever. Best name ever. I don't know that there's really a reason why he's called that. At least it's not Skin Man. There's there's no reason he's called that, and there's no real definition what he is. He's some kind of, like, normal person zombie hybrid. They're all kind of zombie hybrid-esque. Yeah. He he doesn't have a gimmick. So does he have a henchman? That is, Skin Man is a henchman. But but does he have a henchman? Oh, no. What would his henchman be? I don't know, but he could always be like, no, I'm doing it for Skin Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You know how you defeat for Skin Man, right? You call a rabbi. Call a rabbi. You call a moil, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a rabbi. Um, Rabbi can be a moil, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some some rabbis are moils. Right, yes. Are all moils rabbis? Okay, so it's just an overlapping thing. That that needs to be your show art. It's just for Skin Man's. (laughs) <laughs> just all next to each other versus the boil <laughs> it's just a Hasidic mole no that's racist let's not do that okay yeah no we're, we're... burp <laughs> um, skin man who yes. really has no gimmick other than uh, you know in the Watchmen 80s parody which by the way oh shit another good point of reference that Watchmen parody cartoon yeah if they had done that for Swamp Thing, this would be that. Like, it is one-to-one. <laughs> but you know the, but the I'm Zany Rorschach voice? Yes. That is the voice actor who does Skid Man. <laughs> oh, shit. The voice actor they are parodying in that is the voice actor who does Skid Man. Am I correct, I, Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, we also have Weed Killer. Weed Killer. Whose thing is spraying things with Weed Killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where's that? Like? So, it was, it was not allowed in Colorado anymore. So it's yeah. just my it's just my uncle Randy. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, he's wearing this ga- this gas mask, but it doesn't look like a gas mask. It looks like his head. Like if you look at the size of it, like oh, I thought you were gonna say gimp suit. <laughs> also, again, also so it's just my uncle Randy. No, I'm God. confused. I'm not sure I'd follow that statement. With, I'm confused. <laughs> Disturbed, maybe. Who are you, Abby Arcade? (laughs) No, (laughs) not. Um, And then finally is Dr. Demo. This is the most, like, okay, you guys had a chance at a decent character here and you completely missed the mark. I don't know what you're talking about. He is the best. (laughs) Because he speaks in rhyme. Oh, fuck. He is a stereotypical voodoo man who speaks in rhyme. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I, you know what? I saw that in the second episode, and I'm like, was he rhyming in the first episode? I, thought just, that too. <laughs> I don't think he was. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that he had lines in the first one because I actually watched the first two episodes twice. Yeah, I watched them like before I agreed to do this, and then I watched them again he agreed last to do night this. and this morning. Yeah, I don't. I don't he agreed. Think, he agreed. Like, he agreed like, to do that. Him. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll we were do like, it. Hey, Alex, why don't you watch this instead of doing your long box book report? And I mean, he was like, Well, if I must. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, but it's like after episode one, somebody was like. I think this dude should rhyme. And everybody's like, yeah, dude. Of course he should. Etrigan's really really awesome. We should make him The second time I was watching through, I still got to the second episode. The second time I thought, I still don't know if he rhymed. (laughs) He had like one line. And and like, you hear his voice and you're like, oh, voodoo guy. This should be near the mic. Voodoo guy. This should be pretty cool. Yeah. No. No, he does it. He does it. The first episode anyway. I feel like the first episode someone watched and said, okay, you're Native American man 
is racist, <laughs> and your voodoo priest is racist. So let's dial both of those back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like they did get and take notes. <laughs> okay. Um, also, stop using that theme song. Well, no. Would have been the other no, note. They, they, they didn't take that note until episode five. <laughs> Are you kidding? They tried so to circumvent that. The note. last episode. Yes. Um, cool. So let's get into the meat of the. Th- this is going to be our longest long box ever, by the way. This is going to be a whole second oh, hour no. of the show. Longer than Smooth Boy. <laughs> smooth Boy. Uh, episode one hey, is that's called Lord Smooth Stroke to you. I'm sorry. You're right. Lord Smooth Stroke. And it is pretty much what you expect from a first episode. You get to meet the characters one by one. Um, it starts out with Weed Killer and Dr. Demo waiting in the swamp to catch Swamp Thing in a net and spray him with Weed Killer. That is the extent of their plan. <laughs> All right. Um, he gets caught in the net and just burrows underground as a root system and uh, grabs them and throws them into their own net. At which point the theme song starts again, roughly, what would you say, 10 seconds after it had just played? Yeah. <laughs> well, the fight continues. Skin Man shows up in... There are at least five different buggy or airboat models for this yes, show. Yes, yes. Like, each of the four unmen has one. Or each of the three unmen has okay, one. Okay, so you have me on airboats, though. Swamp so, Thing has one. So what you're one. saying yeah, is... I don't, don't want to oversell what it. What you're saying is these were, the, these were the vehicles for the toys. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Swamp Thing burn. has one. Bayou Jack has one. There was a, a toy line and a cartoon that came out where the, the they, they all rode around in cars, but the cars were living organisms. Speed buggy? I don't... No, no, no. Not like... <laughs> <laughs> like they had, like, claws and stuff, and they were made out of plants and stuff like that. I don't know. No. But anyway, that's all I could think of every time I saw these these things that they were riding in they look sort of like organic and i guess that's to tie in with the swamp thing theme but well i i don't know that they look that like their attachments look organic that's what i mean yeah yeah yeah. but the actual airboats themselves i feel like whoever designed these does not know how airboats work yeah no because one an airboat will work on land Mm -hmm. and two if you add military tank Treads to an airboat, it will not work on water. <laughs> but oh these are airboats with tank treads, except the one that Skin Man drives in the first episode. Yes. Because he's driving on the water. Yes. Yep. And tank treads don't work on swampy land anyway. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I'm also 90% sure. Tim, can you remember anything that any of these five different vehicles was called other than the Bayou Blaster? No. I'm pretty sure they were all called the Bayou Blast. Yeah. Um, anyway, Swamp Thing steals the steering wheel from Skin Man's Bayou Blaster. God. Was a great like, hold on. He, no, no he, say he, that sentence again, but slower. Swamp Thing steals the steering wheel from Skin Man's Bayou Blaster. <laughs> because and Bayou Blaster wrecks it. So what you're saying is Swamp Thing's driving. He, he, Swamp Thing take the wheel. He t- <laughs> I want that on a shirt. <laughs> he turns also, around. That's our episode title. <laughs> he turns around, and while he's turned around and driving away from Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing stretches in this weird plastic man kind of move, yeah. takes the steering wheel from behind Skin Man. So he doesn't and reach then he goes around. Over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Swamp Thing, you will you will come to find very quickly, has a casual relationship with the law of conservation of matter. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, we should go faster or we will be here six hours. Yes. 
Tomahawk shows up and comments in very austere, very stereotyped speech patterns that there was a fight. Yeah. He recognizes that. Says hi to Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing hides as JT and Delbert ride in. And Tim, what are JT and Delbert hunting when they first appear in their Bayou Blaster? Oh, crap. What are they hunting? Frogs. Frogs. That's right, because they're, they're, they're trying to sell them for they're money. They're gigging. Yeah, they're yeah. gigging. Yeah. Um, Hold on. They're what? Gigging. Frog gigging? They're gigging for frogs. Yeah. You've never heard of gigging? No. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Gigging? Gigging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which usually involves, involves like a sharp pointed stick. Yeah. Or a little... Point, pointed spear thing on a stick. Yeah. yeah and you go, you, you just stick, stab it. Stab the frog. Yeah. Or, a, or, or like lie. a fishing hook on the end of a stick. Yeah. Why would you, you just stab a frog? To eat because it? Because you're oh. Big the Cat <laughs> from Sonic Adventure. <laughs> because. Did, okay. Someone yeah. will ask. Frog, yeah, frog legs actually come from that. frogs. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giggin. Yeah. yeah. Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> It turns out Tomahawk is the game warden, and this is the only time that's announced. And I'm sorry, but Jen, you'll have more knowledge of this than I will. Are frogs considered game? Do you need a hunting license to go frog? Gigging? I mean, oh, I should really refrain from saying anything here, I guess, because I don't uh, know. Jen pleads the fifth. <laughs> I, like that's I would think endangered thing. frogs, but you're not going to eat an endangered right, frog. That's my point, right? Yeah, <laughs> you might lick one. You might, yeah. Yeah, that's a moving along. Do you need a permit to go gigging? I just want Alex to say that all the time now on every episode. Excuse me, son. Do you have your gigging permit? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look this up actually, because now I need to know for past reference, I guess. Um, anyway, past, past reference. No in comment the, in the near distant future. Yes, in the near distant future. Uh, we cut to Arcane's lab where we meet Arcane, who is human. For one of only two times we see him as human in the mm-hmm. series. Uh, and he introduces the audience and his lackeys to his transducer. Mm-hmm. Now this will begin a theme in this show of naming fake sci-fi devices as though they are things that exist and everyone knows what they are. Mm-hmm. And even though you're the person who has invented them, they are common knowledge. This will also be a big deal in episode five. I yes. Think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, a transducer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the transducer is the device that Demo uses in every episode when he needs to make his <laughs> monsters grow to turn the unmen into their monster forms. Which I didn't realize was something we go back from uh, during the first episode. Yeah. You know, they change and I'm like, oh, man, he just made them into well, crazy monsters. Then they come back the second episode and we're like, they're not crazy monsters anymore. And it's anymore. explained canonically once. Twice. Twice they give reasons why Three they times a lady? Back. What? <laughs> um, so, Skin Man becomes a man bat. Mm-hmm. Dr. Demo's head turns into a snake that can, in the first two episodes, stretch Still and wrap snake. around. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. doesn't do that ever after the first two episodes. No. And then there is Weed Meaning Killer. Meaning for the last three. Okay, got it. I'm not sure what kind of... Weed Killer's head becomes like half of a centipede. But instead of legs, that centipede has claws. Yeah. Like, if Weed Killer turned into a character from Our Real Monsters, that is what you'd have. If he Weed basically Killer, yeah. What's his name? The Scorch? Jin. What's <laughs> the name of the, the headmaster in Our Real Monsters? Hmm. 
I don't remember. Crumb, he, Crumb is the only name that Crumb, I remember. That's, no, no Crumb, Crumb is Crumb the is, yeah, he's, he's, That's the only name that I remember. Yeah. It's like Crumb, Oblina, Scrunch or and, something like yeah, that. It might be Scrunch. Do you think? Well, Jim looks that up. We'll continue. Crumb is where... Crumb's eye, the eye kid. Mm-hmm. I just had like a weird correlation between Crumb and Pan's Labyrinth. Because of the... The dude with the... Because of Doug yeah. Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that's what Crumb would look like in real life. Yes. He'd also be a senator from Alabama now. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, Brian. Uh, I'm just done it. We, what do we, we we Google Doug Jones, and it turns out there's a lot of Doug Jones happening in a lot of different ways in this yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest of this episode, essentially, we've the got Gromble. The Gromble. If his top, if it were top half Gromble, bottom half Mutant Man. That Except the bottom half starts at neck. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a very tall head, so yeah. it's still bottom half. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but still those red heels? Would that they were. Oh, no. So a lot of the rest of this episode is fighting. Um, at one point, the kids, oh. JT and Delbert, get kidnapped by Arcane and locked in the attic. Abby Arcane sees them being thrown in there, which... The attic has a front door like a normal room, but also an attic door in yeah. the floor, which is there's some MC Escher shit going on in it's a converted attic plantation. By the way, that attic door is a secret. Yeah, the thing right out in the middle of it. Yeah, it also looks like in the shot like they're walking in on ground level. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which is are we still on episode one? We yes. are. I'm trying to pick. <laughs> we <it>. are. <laughs> okay. Um, you'll see. There's a certain formula to this. Uh, they fight, they get turned into Unmen, they fight again. Abby lets the Unmen, or Abby lets JT and Delbert out and proceeds to tell him, uh, there's a conversation. That mad scientist up there is your stepdad? I'm afraid so. He's a demented genius. Right under this lab, right under here he has a secret lab for his gruesome experiments. Then why do you stay here? To help a special friend named Alec. My stepfather calls him Swamp Thing. You mean one of them monsters? Monsters don't keep journals. Zoom in on Swamp Thing's journal, which he's entrusted to Abby, and we learn his origin. <coughs> uh, as it turns out, Arcane wants Alex growth formula, so he can be immortal. That's Arcane's thing through the whole series. He's trying to become immortal. Um, we get Swamp Thing's origin. Explosion falls into Swamp, becomes Swamp Thing. The end. JT and Delbert realize at that point that he is, in fact, a good guy and not out to eat him, which they had thought earlier. Uh, Arcane decides to use them as bait to lure in Swamp Thing. He discovers they've escaped the attic. The Unmen chase him. Big fight in four different vehicles. Fights out. Breaks out. Um, and this leads us to some of the best lines from this episode. And really one of them is my favorite line from the whole series. Um, there's Arcane's threat to transform JT and Delbert. Boys will be boys. But not for much longer. Soon they will be unboys. Or as Bayou Jack comments when Swamp Thing turns himself over to save JT and Delbert, Arcane found his one weakness. Underneath that muck, he's still a man. Okay, I thought you were going to say Arcane found his one weakness, little boys. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, No, but Arcane, and this is my favorite line from the whole series. Your life began with chemistry. And soon it shall end! <laughs> 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 At which point, 
everyone shows up and release frogs into the basement to into the lab to distract them while they break out swamp thing. Um, Arcane falls into his transducer and turns into a purple skin zombie dude, and that is his status quo from here on out, with two exceptions, yeah. which we'll hit. Um, big fight, swap things win. You get from Delbert, Delbert's best line of the series, Swap him, swappy! <laughs> oh my god. Um, Demo fires a mutation <laughs> I, missile. To I try am to, so done at this point. <laughs> to try to transform Swap Thing's friends into mutants. Uh, Swamp Thing becomes a tree and shields them as Bayou Jack explains, you can't mutate a mutant. Which I, I'm really not sure if that holds up, but <laughs> no. I, I kind of loved it when he did it, though. There's also <laughs> a really questionable relationship with science across yeah. this whole show. There was clearly no budget for a science consultant. Nope. <laughs> um, they don't understand things like mutation or radiation or... But they, the, the, the radiation. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not going to get ahead of you, but the radiation episode was bonkers. The radiation episode may be my favorite episode. <laughs> um, Swappy escapes and meditates on his need to find a cure and save himself from living a life as a monster, which I think is how four out of five episodes end. The mm-hmm. second episode does not end with, I need to find a way to turn back into a man. But I believe the other four all do. Episode two. Oh, God. We should make this into a series. 